Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome on to Season 4, Episode 10. Episode 10 already. It's the MLS UK Show. Uh, I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Lots and lots to catch up on. Uh, I've actually literally just got back from holiday, so it's mainly going to be Henry filling me in. Oh. So to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, moving on very quickly from that intro. <laughs> um, how are you? How was your trip away? You went to Wales. I did go to Wales. Uh, been quite a few times before when I was a kid. Done Snowden before, uh, a few caravan holidays in the past. But um, we just got a massive Airbnb. Loads of us, um, of uh, Brianie's family. And just chilled. Like it was in the middle of nowhere. You'll notice I didn't text you because I couldn't even send a text, let alone an iMessage or a WhatsApp. And... And when I got back, I had to actually do that thing. Like, you know, when you used to go on holiday back in the day and you used to go abroad and obviously you didn't have a phone or it didn't work over there and yeah. you'd get back and it's like finding out what's number one, seeing who's top of the, seeing who's top of the table. Uh, I had to just find out everything for myself, see who won the all-star game. Uh, yeah. So it was just a lovely break with no anything <laughs> yeah well one of the uh, things i actually managed to get in contact with you about is that we are delighted to say that we have been uh well we're finalists again in the football content awards ah, and you know why you managed to get in contact with me is because i was actually not at the airbnb i was out in town uh in a pub and we were about to leave the pub and i went no 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 we've just been uh we just found out we're finalists 
Third year in a row. So first year we went to, it was at Manchester City's ground. Oh, I remember that. The second year was online, but we got silver. Um, so we, uh, yeah, this is a shameless plug now to help us get gold. So if you want to help us out, thank you everyone who's voted already, by the way. Really appreciate it. Um, you go to footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting. And uh, on there, you find the best podcast section, international, and we're in there, MLS UK show. Uh, you can also do it on Instagram. Um, it's at Football Content Awards. Uh, there's, what they do on their profile is they put an image up for every uh, category. So mm. you find best podcast, international, and uh, tag us in the comments on there. Or, finally, and you can do all these free as many times as you want, by the way. So yeah, feel- just saying... Right, let's do it. Do it at a time where you've got nothing else on. Maybe you sat on the loo, right? <laughs> Just do as many votes as you can while you sat on the loo. Yeah, I mean, or, or anything else. Do it now while you're listening to this podcast. Um, you got, uh, finally on Twitter, all you need to do is tweet this. I am voting for at MLS UK show in at the underscore F-C-A-S for hashtag best podcast. If you would rather, actually, probably better to do is go on our Twitter page at MLS UK yeah. Show and see where other people have done it. We will be doing it ourselves again uh, before the uh, voting closes on 12th of September. And uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate your help because I know we say it and I know, you know, I, I don't want it to sound patronizing or, or whatever, but we, you know, it it's helping put MLS in the minds of people in this country. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people at at them awards who do like fan channels for Arsenal at Arsenal Fan TV, which is very entertaining at the moment. We can't beat that at the minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like Man United, City, Tottenham, Liverpool, you know, all these big football clubs. Also, there's uh, like people who just cover football in this country for the Premier League and whatever. And uh, to be nominated amongst them is great. And also, you know, if, if they're seeing that we're winning silver or gold or whatever, it just means that people are, oh, MLS, you know. So it was nice to be nominated or nice to get to be a finalist again. Absolutely. And just touching on what you said about it, kind of spreading the word about MLS over here. It does work. We won that silver award last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, we've been on TalkSport, uh, which is a, a massive national radio station over here in the UK talking um, talking about MLS. That It kind of not only puts us on the map, but it's putting MLS on the map. We're seeing it more and more on Sky Sports over here, uh, on the news channels as well. They show all the goals. Yeah. Uh, Sky Sports News uh, currently on a Sunday morning have a feature where they pick out the best bit of MLS commentary from yeah. the night before as well. So it's happening. It is growing. And you've been a part of that. So thank you very much. I will be putting that in the description on the podcast provider that you uh, you are listening on. Or if you're watching on YouTube, we'll put it on the screen as well. Uh, so yeah, we'd really appreciate that. But that's enough about that. Uh, there's tons to talk about today. We've got so much to recap. The All-Star Game, which will be mainly me recapping it. <laughs> Didn't uh, say it. Rivalry Week, which again will be mainly me recapping it. Didn't say it. Um, but also we will be catching up with who is our MLS UK show championship champions. We've got another round of the crisis right and we'll be doing our predictions for this weekend. But first, Elliot, it's an mm-hmm. MLS UK show. So what do we do before anything else? We have to start with the game with the changing name. 
this is a player who's played in the UK and over in the States or Canada as well in MLS. Uh, I will read you their career path and you have to try and tell me who it is. Okay. Uh, now, last week, you struggled to get the clubs of Adiak and Bayi on the screen yeah. uh, for the YouTube video. Uh, so I've, I've found someone who's not played for many clubs. Okay, well, thank you for that. <laughs> However, they have still played for Norwich City. Oh. Every single time. I didn't didn't plan it like this. It's just the way they've come out, okay? Uh, So this particular player started their career uh, at Norwich City uh, in the youth team in 1993 uh, and finally made a senior appearance in 1997. Right. Akinbaye was 93 as well, wasn't he? He was. Um, So uh, in 97, they made their first of 132 Norwich appearances. Mm. Now, the problem is that this was a period where Norwich weren't very... We were in Division 1. Yeah. I remember we were just always like 10th and 11th in yeah. Division 1. Always. That's it. So uh, this would be a lot harder to get. Uh, they then moved. And for me, this gives it away. And I don't know if it's just because I'm an, a Norwich fan. For me, they they then moved to Stoke in 2003. And they played for Stoke until 2007 made 171 appearances, so more appearances for Stoke than for Norwich. Hmm. Then back to Norwich in 2007 under Glenn Roder. Okay. Uh, And then Preston North End. So fast forward then, which MLS team? They then went to Charlton on loan, then Portsmouth, then Toronto FC. What year was Toronto? And they played 18 times for Toronto and even scored three goals. Hmm. Any idea whatsoever? I'll be honest with you. No. <laughs> Not at this moment in time. They so... also played for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Right. Okay. So we've got uh, Norwich to Stoke, back to Norwich, then Charlton on loan. Uh, Preston, Portsmouth, Preston, Toronto. Port- Toronto, right, for 18 games. Let me have a think. If you know, get in touch with us at MLS UK Show, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tell us where you're up to in the podcast as well. Uh, are you watching on YouTube? Comment in the comments below. Uh, it'll leave a timestamp. So we know you're not going to the end and then just seeing who it is and then coming back and going, oh, I know, it's this person. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll reveal it at the end, but no cheating. The MLS UK Show. Now, before we go any further, we need to say thank you very much to our sponsors who make this show happen, Soccer90.com. It is the place to go for all of your soccer jersey needs. They've got full stock of MLS teams. Uh, More importantly at the minute, I'm going to say Premier League teams because it's just kicked off again. Uh, I know they love that Norwich shirt, but it's it's not in the store. It's not made the cut. Uh, And in partnership with Soccer90.com, we've got a very special giveaway. Yes, if you go to our socials at MLS UK Show, make sure you follow us on Twitter and follow uh, Soccer 90 Store as well because we've got something very special to give away which will be announced in the next few days. Um, it's so exciting. And honestly, this is probably the biggest giveaway we've had on the MLS UK show. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, also, while you're at Soccer90.com, if you purchased anything on there, if you put MLS UK at the checkout, you get 25% off. Yes, keep your eyes peeled for this giveaway. It's huge. Make sure you're following at MLS UK Show and at Soccer 90 Store. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So before we look back at what happened in Rivalry Week and before we have a look back at what happened in the All-Star Game, we mm. need to reference this. It's If you watch on YouTube, you can see uh, next to Elliot on his desk are a pair of 
some very fancy football boots, but they uh, they remind me of a certain boot that was out what about twenty years ago. Yeah, these. Uh, this is the twenty fifth anniversary of the David Beckham Predators. Aren't they a thing of beauty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you not have a shoe rack or anywhere to put them? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually saw these, loved them so much, and thought I'm going to get them to play like play on Monday nights. I do Monday night football. And uh, then they arrived and I saw them and thought, I couldn't possibly wear them. Uh, so since they arrived about two months ago, they've just been in this box. Uh, so all I did was just pop them on the top there and uh, thought I'll show them off on the podcast because that's the only time they're ever going to see the light of day. They're too nice and clean and white to ever leave the house. Uh, I've got to add that that is not a hashtag spawn. That's just you really liking that shoe. Uh, yeah, I wish uh, Adidas would do that hashtag spawn, <laughs> hashtag uh, swipe up. Uh, but I, what happens with my... I do have a deal with Adidas and it's I send them about £500 a month <laughs> and they send me a few things in return. Okay. Uh, speaking of Adidas, and uh, this is a loose link, it's uh, back to MLS. Uh, it was um, the All-Star game the other day. Uh, you missed it. You were on holiday and yeah. you couldn't get any signal. No, nightmare. Um, it, so it ended uh, 1-1, All-Stars and Liga MX. Uh, the All-Stars won on penalties, which was great to see. Uh, Nanivo letting the side down with his miss. I knew this was going to cut. I knew you were going to mention it. Very disappointing. Um, but, uh, I mean... I watched it. I managed to watch it on a, a, a stream for Fox Sports, which was good to see. And it was good to see uh, the sort of US build up to it because here in the UK, they just showed the match and that was it. There were no real build up to it. Yeah. Um, so watch, I think it was Stu Holden. Um, Alexi Lalas was probably on there as well. I can't remember. It was late at night. <laughs> uh, but the the way they were talking, and I put this out on our, um, our MLS UK show Twitter, was a, like a vote. Because they were talking about how it would be great for a merger between the two leagues. Yet when mm. I put it out as a vote, no was the an- main answer to it. And as in, no, we don't want a merger. Can I be Can I be honest? I absolutely detest that idea. Mm. There's, no, there's nothing I want. We've come into it with America and Canada kind of working together. Yeah. I know Canada's got the Canadian Premier League now. I wouldn't even... Be, look, right, this is going to be taken the wrong way. If Canada said now we want to we want Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal in our own league, I wouldn't even stop them because I think it's weird when you have like merged countries. Yeah. I like that we have Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal. Like it, it makes sense to me. Um, but further down the line, if they said now we're we're doing our own thing, I think that would make sense. I don't. We don't need Mexico. No, I think uh, <laughs> Royal We. I'm not even American <laughs> or Canadian. I think that the uh, I think you're right. I think um, the the way MLS is going, we talked before about its building, especially here in the UK, mm. and we're seeing more of it. I, you know, I as going off a UK point of view, we don't really know much about Liga MX. So you know, if you ask the majority of uh, soccer fans here in the UK to name a team in Mexico, I would get I would say that Tigers. Yeah, so a lot would say Tigers, maybe Chivas, they would call it. But um, we'll no, get people will come and go. Oh, it's actually Tigres. We know. Yeah, we know. Um, but uh, the majority won't be able to. So, but yeah, if you ask them to name an MLS team, the majority would say, "Oh, LA Galaxy into mm. Miami." So, uh, yeah, I don't think it, they need it. And I was quite surprised hearing them talk about it. And I know Don Garber came out at half time and they asked him about it, and he kind of said, "No, no, we're fine as we are." So yeah, it was. It was just an interesting point that I thought that. Uh, it was yeah, it was a bit 
I was quite surprised the way they were talking about it. But uh, the game itself, I thought was great. You know, we were talking before we recorded how oh, it's we we do like it when a European team goes yeah. over. It's it's players we know versus MLS players that we also know. I guess this year was the year to do the the league MX thing with a uh, the lack of travel from a lot of European teams for their preseason friendlies. So. I think they made the most of it, and it was a good game. There was that little bit of bite there I could sense, and um, I enjoyed what I saw of it, and I'm glad MLS All-Stars won. Yeah, I think it's important to remember where we were four or five years ago when we started really getting into to MLS and started this podcast. There's no way we would have competed with the Mexican League no. in a game like that. There's there's absolutely no way. Mexico will be will be worried about MLS because it's growing it's growing in the states it's growing in europe um we've seen players leaving mexican teams to go and join mls teams recently i think they're on a par now and i i know you can't judge that off one one game and i know it went to penalties but i feel like the progression in mls is unbelievable it's there to see and, and there's only it's only going one way uh, as i see it mm. and you've got to think as well at the moment in mls there's no proper star name you think of Ibrahimovic Rooney you know uh, Beckham even Gerrard was in in Lampard and Villa there's no name that you think well you know you look at okay Nani and Villa but they're not massive names in the world stage quite quite short really yeah you know uh, like Kakar he was a small but he was a big name and and there's not at the moment they've seen the MLS the way it's going Ibrahimovic not so much (laughs) yeah but it is refreshing isn't it it's good to see yeah absolutely I think uh, Nani Nani could well be one of the last we see, uh, you know, in the, in this, he re- he went to Orlando at a time where he was the superstar at Orlando. They had no one remotely close to him. He was a Kaka replacement, ultimately. Yeah. Big personality, big winner. And when we say winner, I mean, winner to the point where if he didn't play for my team, I'd hate it because he will do anything to win. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I think we're seeing less and less of that now. Uh, it's actually the anniversary this week of um, my first MLS game. And I went to see Orlando Toronto and I went to then see Orlando New York City, literally a few days apart. And I think of the players that I saw in that game there versus who you'd see now. And there isn't that big European sort of move that's happening anymore. It tends to be the other way. We're getting the kids from America coming over to Europe. And I like that. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about this recently with what's happened with Messi and Ronaldo. And I think, whereas before MLS were, there'd always be a story about, oh, Messi's going to sign for into Miami mm. or Ronaldo has been seen with Beckham or whatever. I think now the, the truly big names in um, in football, and, and okay, Messi and Ronaldo are uh, gods in, in soccer. You know, we're not going to have them for a long time again. But I think that these the sort of Super League teams in Europe are going to then, the, these big players will just sign for each of them and they'll move about uh, in a similar way to like, I don't know, NFL, NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the, the next level stars, like of Higuain, Nani, you know, these players that are big players, mm. but not as, as uh, impactful on the world stage as them. They're the ones that are going to come to MLS now. And they're the big names in MLS. and uh, But at the same time, you know, you just have to look at Dallas this weekend, which we'll talk about in a moment. You know, you, they've got Ferreira, they've got, Pat, you know, Pepe. These big 
young players that are, are brewing and it's 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 I don't mean will brewing I mean brewing as in it's it's brewing, putting them all in a pot and brewing up um yeah it's that's the future for MLS and we're seeing so many uh, Americans and Canadians coming over to Europe can I ask you because you've just mentioned like Ronaldo Messi and the tier just below that can I ask you about Harry Kane three years time um, I think Harry Kane will be 50 and Tottenham will still not be letting him move, <laughs> personally. Um, let, let's talk about this weekend in MLS there. And it was rivalry week and uh, we love rivalry week. My brother messaged me asking, um, you know, he said, there's a lot of derbies this weekend. They said, yes, it's rivalry week, sponsored by Heineken. Oh, is that why Atlanta played Nashville? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it kicked off with uh, arguably the best game of the weekend, you know, Columbus versus FC Cincinnati. Neither team really wanted to win this. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think Columbus crew had to win it and uh, they came out on top in the end 3-2. I came back from holiday and all I could do was just scroll through the results and then look to see what it had done to the standings. So, But that's actually, I learned a bit from that because it's quite refreshing. So they've played a couple of times since we last did a podcast and I've just come from it, come from holiday and gone, oh, right, so that means Columbus. Oh, no, but yeah, they're still outside of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. um, not a lot has, not a lot seems to have changed. No, it hasn't. The teams are bunching up a bit, but in, on the grand scheme of things, no, mm. nothing as much, uh, much has changed. Um, Zellerian scored another free kick. He's five now this season. He's one off Giovinco's record, which I'll be honest with you, Giovinco, I didn't think anyone would beat that for a long time. Do you remember at the start of the season when I was on the uh, Austin train? Yeah. And I was on the Minnesota train? Yeah. And uh, I was on the Cincy train because they couldn't be as bad as they were last time? Yeah. And I was also on the Zellerayan train. <laughs> uh, that's the only train I'm still on. <laughs> I'm still on the Zellerayan train. Um, it's impressed me so much in the last couple of years. He really, really has. Where does he go next? Because... For me, he is one of the biggest stars in MLS. And I think he's A, not getting maybe outside of the Eastern Conference. I don't know if he's getting the credit he deserves and the attention he deserves. And B, uh, is anyone in Europe looking at this kid? I think they will be, inevitably, because last year he um, he was a big player for Columbus in winning MLS Cup. I think this year... Okay, no one really, I don't think, for Columbus has had a great season. No one has, uh, you know, no one has been that shining light. You've not looked at somebody and gone, oh, well, he's amazing, but the rest are yeah, yeah. not. Uh, but at the same time, he's, he's yeah, he's their best player. And uh, it should be just a matter of time until he is being looked at Europe. But for Columbus, the longer we can keep him, the longer, especially in a new stadium. Because I've got to say, sometimes in new stadiums, we see it here in the UK, the atmosphere doesn't, seem to be as good as what it was at the last stage yeah the, that game the other night was was brilliant and especially because columbus hadn't won in so long i actually haven't seen them play at their own stadium very much either yet i remember um watching a lot of columbus games last season but i haven't seen many when they've been in the new stadium same with cincinnati watched the first one and i feel like they haven't really been on a lot over here for us to watch i noticed that toronto's nightmare continued in rivalry week as well yeah the same night montreal beat toronto 3-1 uh, perez is now their full-time coach so they've sorted that out uh they haven't sorted out though a leaky defense and uh, poor performances uh, it didn't help because Okello got sent off, so they went down to 10 men. But um, they got it back to 1-1, but yeah, Montreal, 3-1 in the end. They've won three games. Three games all season. Yeah, it's not good, is it? <laughs> Fair I don't, I, like, I, we, we've covered this on the last few podcasts, and I don't really know. There's nothing to add. 
No, uh, we did we did wonder whether when they uh, sacked uh, Chris Armas, whether there would be a change, whether there would be a a, um, a a late playoff push. It's not happened. I mean, the 15 points off the playoffs now, we, we wrote them off then and we officially are <laughs> writing them off now. Um, yeah, because Chicago, uh, Chicago into Miami, Atlanta, they've won six games. They've won twice as many. We're saying that they are having a bad season, but they've won twice as many games as Toronto. Who would have predicted that? No. Um, and we, I mean, even more of a shock for us was that we said that Montreal wouldn't have a great season. We're sitting sixth at the moment, uh, comfortable in the playoffs, four points above Columbus. So, uh, Long may that continue, and they're kind of at the bottom of a bunch of teams that are, are fighting for second place at the moment in uh, in the East. That's because New England Revolution are still top of the standings, 49 points, but we got beat. I couldn't believe it. Now, this was this was one of those ones where I thought, well, I don't even need to check the New England Revolution yeah. score. You know, you get back from holiday. But what's going on there? Because... Although it makes no difference because no. they're clearly they're clearly running away with it and they've clearly still somehow got th- the best roster and the best coach and the best tactics and they've got Carlos Heel to to come yeah. back as well. At what point do you go? They could lose the next three four games and and they'll still win they'll <laughs> still win the supporter shield. Yeah, I think um, their their start has been so dominant that uh, yeah I I don't have any worries for them. I mean. Give credit to New York City FC. They've won seven in a row at home, so and they are fourth. It's this not is, a big shot. This is what I wanted to come on to. So New York City, on the other hand, this is my point. How how long can New England afford to just chill while New York City are actually having a really, really good season? They've put together a really good roster mm. um, with a coach that seems to have taken a while to find his feet, but really, really suddenly has. And they look a real, real force now. Yeah, if if we were going into the playoffs now, New York City FC would be one of the picks in that in that conference. You'd look at uh, you look in the East. You'd go, well, it's probably going to be any Revs, but then who else? And you would you would be a brave man to bet against. New I York think City FC. I think Seattle and New York are, are my final. Do you think? Mm. Imagine if they get to the final, they manage to have a better season than Seattle, but then they can't play their home match in the MLS Cup. They've yeah, got to yeah. play it at Red Bulls. So, uh, yeah, that would be interesting to see because I think that would, uh, they'd have to sort something out there. We but, could go back to City Field with that net that was across the uh, camera. That was excellent, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so, uh, yeah, NYCFC are all doing well. Cassiano's got his ninth and tenth goals of a season. Boys so. on fire. He is. Uh, right, moving on then. Um, i tell you what, we'll stick at the East for now and we'll go to uh, well, we'll go to Atlanta and Nashville. It oh, was, please. Uh, please P- do. Canada's first game. Very disappointing from an Atlanta point of view to lose it, especially after a, a run of good form going into it. Um, from the outside, how are you looking at this? Uh, good appointment? Or, uh, I mean, if you go off farm, they should have stuck with the, uh, the uh, standing. Yeah, <sighs> I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know an awful lot about him. No. So, uh, come from a very successful team, of course, but wasn't in charge. I'm thinking Arteta. Yes, I thought exactly <laughs> the same. Uh, and then when I saw Arsenal lose again at the weekend, it did scare me a little bit. Is there anything in in the goals for Atlanta? Because uh, I noticed they conceded in stoppage time in the first half and stoppage time in the second half. 
Well, I think the the stoppage time in the second half, they were chasing the equaliser, and I know Brad Guzan got uh, a bit of stick online for um, you know for how it happened. If you didn't see it, basically he went up for a free kick or a corner, I can't remember, and then Nashville hit them on the break and and just put it into an empty net. So I don't blame them that much for that one. The the first one was disappointing as well, but I think um, it's we we can't, we don't want to count out Nashville here. We we talk about them every episode. I, I would I would have genuinely predicted that, that they win that game. Mm. I was hopeful from Atlanta's point of view, but it didn't surprise me the fact that Nashville went, and it, it speaks volumes for how they're doing this season. So as an Atlanta fan, I'm not looking too much into the fact that it was the last minute of each half. Um, but uh, yeah, going by Joseph's reaction to missing a chance in the last minute, it was a very frustrating day for all, uh, apart from Nashville. Uh, and uh, me. Um, well, speaking of frustration, we'll, we'll briefly go to Orlando then. Full uh, of frustration. Orlando nil, Miami nil. Akindeli missed a penalty for Orlando. Um you're, you're, you know, Orlando a second. You're obviously going to be frustrated you didn't get the win. But were you, I know you didn't watch it, but were you impressed with the way Miami sort of held together and managed to get a point out of it? First of all, yes, because I think to get a result, forget it's Orlando, to to get a result, a point off any anybody, anybody such as uh, New England Revolution, Orlando City, Nashville, New York City is, is impressive. When Let's be honest, you've been struggling. They have turned it around a little bit. They're starting to, you know, like we just said, they've got they've won as many, twice as many games as the likes of Toronto and uh, Cincinnati. Um, so yes, first of all, credit where credit's due because I think um, on another day, Orlando absolutely wiped the floor with them because of the, the, you know, the season they've had so far. What I'm about to say is not is not good. Here we go. You'll clip it and you'll put it online, and I I have expressed this view in the Orlando City group as well on WhatsApp. We do this podcast and the reason we're stood here, even though I was on holiday and didn't see the games, the reason we're stood here is because this league is is incredible. Mm-hmm. We love it. It's full of talent that actually most of Europe isn't aware of. We're trying to raise awareness. I know you're smiling so you don't know where this is going. Uh, and that's the reason we're stood here because the league is excellent. From an Orlando point of view, not just Orlando, but anybody like yourself supporting Atlanta, if you're watching... Whatever your team is, okay? I don't know if you agree with me, and this is probably a really unpopular opinion. I'm not bothered about this season. What? I can't get into it. You draw to Miami and this is your reaction. No, this no, is no. an overreaction. No, Come on. No, I, I posted this in the group after we'd won a game and I real, I didn't stay up and watch, watch it and I realised I'm bored of this season. We're playing the same teams over and over and over again. I want to see us go to Seattle probably after 90 minutes I've changed my mind <laughs> but I want to see us you know go over I want to see us play the LA teams mm. I, I, I'm bored of it's not rivalry week we played them two weeks ago and we played them two weeks ago before that I'm bored of it okay I get your point with that but still I mean saying you're not bothered about the season is a bit too much Elliot we're doing a podcast <laughs> no that's what I'm saying we're trying as, to sell the podcast as and a you're, league, you're not even bothered as a league it's great isn't it but from a when you when you're following a specific team yeah this season I'm sorry it is a bit dull okay so what you're saying let me just try and, and and this yeah. is the best season Orlando have ever had, so don't. Okay, it's not okay, an okay. excuse. Uh, yeah, I guess if it was me saying it, maybe yeah. you could understand. <laughs> but um, all right, let me just kind of, you know, before this gets taken out of context, <laughs> uh, 
Um, so what you're saying is this season you're enjoying it watching the league as a whole mm. rather than just Orlando. I just think it's boring playing the same teams ag- again and again. Okay, let's continue our review of Rivalry Week then, <laughs> which is why you're listening to this podcast. Hey, look, I, I don't get paid a penny to stand here. I'll say what I want. No, I, but in all seriousness, I just... Speaking from the heart. Okay. Well, uh, we'll round off the East then before going to the West. Uh, Red Bulls nil, Chicago won. Um, Chicago, could this be a win that could uh, force their way into the playoffs? So, I mean, we've said this a few times now. We... I really hope so, genuinely. Yeah. Because, again, when you're an outsider and you're watching teams like Chicago, it's been a bit same old, same old every single season. You want to see it switched up. The beauty of this league is that we see teams down the bottom and then the next season they make, make it into the playoffs. I'd love to see Chicago have a run in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, finally in the East, DC United 3, Philadelphia 1. Uh, first time in 10 that DC have beaten Philly. They to, look really good. They do. I thought the attacking play, and um, we've said it before with uh, this Lasada ball, is... Uh, They're my pick next season. Can I pick next season already? Oh, I'm just... bored of this season. <laughs> next year, DC United. Uh, but a good way, you know, Philly are Philly. We know how good they are. Um, so DC, and now they're three points above Columbus in that playoffs uh, spot. I don't know, for DC, are we looking at 7th, 6th, 5th, if that's the area they're going in? Because, I mean, I think they're going to get in the playoffs. I'd assume you I think they make. I think they make the playoffs. So far, deserve it ahead of Columbus, for me, on, on performances. Yeah. I know you've got to get results, but um, maybe, even, maybe even ahead of Montreal. I do think they'll do it. I've been impressed with them, and I think the longer Lasada gets to work with them, if he can keep that squad together, maybe add a few. They don't want to see anyone leave. No. They've been guilty of that too much, too much change. I want to see them keep that squad together and add to it. And I don't know what their budgets are and whether they can afford to do that. I I, I haven't looked into it. I, I want to see them doing the same next year, but with an even stronger roster. Right, let's go to the West then. Um, we'll start off at the very, uh, uh, well, the, arguably the biggest game in MLS when you look at the names involved in the teams. Uh, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. It didn't disappoint. 3-3, free, free, it ended up. Um where this was a, a, a topsy-turvy game. It was, uh, I think this, this for me tells us where these, both these sides are at at the moment. I don't think there's, there's not one side for me, LAFC or LA Galaxy, that is particularly better than the other. The only difference is LA Galaxy have been more consistent this season. Yeah, I think it was important for LAFC not to lose it. Yeah. And, and I think getting that result, even, even though it's a draw, even though it's only a point, forget the, the standings for one second. I think, with LA Galaxy obviously having a much better season mm. on paper, really important that LAFC went there, dug their heels in, got a result, and they need to build on that now. I think for LAFC, sorry, for LA Galaxy, it doesn't matter too much. They can go again next week. They're still up there. They're still going to be in the playoffs. LAFC are fighting for a playoff spot, and they're surrounded by teams that can also make it. Yeah, and if they would have held on LAFC, they'd have been in uh, ninth, mm. I think. Um, no, eighth, actually. So yeah, that tells you they're 11th at the moment. That tells you how tight it is in that area. Uh, you've got RSL and Portland just above that line as well, but only a point above Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. That's going to be, for me, the area where it's going to be lots of changes, lots of twists and turns going into the end of the season. Uh, good sign for LA Galaxy, though. They still meet uh, missing Chicharito. He made a, an appearance in the commentary box at the All-Star game. Uh, but uh, Jovalich got two goals. And, um, you know, he's, there's there's a few players there that are scoring goals when we need it, which is, is good for them. And probably what they haven't had for a long time. Yeah, and I think having Chicharito to come back is 
is what's going to be a real boost to them this season. It's almost like having a new signing come in. They've got themselves into fourth place in the West. Chicharito comes back. If they'd have had him, would they be fourth? Probably not. The form he was in at the start was unbelievable. So you'd be looking at them to be challenging Seattle and, and SKC, I'd imagine, if he'd have been there the whole time. Um, another massive game on the MLS landscape was uh, Seattle versus Portland. And I mean, when we looked at Portland v Seattle a few weeks ago, I think it was on the last episode, actually, when Seattle won. Yeah. Uh, 6-2, wasn't it, in the end? <laughs> yeah. Um, this time, it's it wasn't as one-sided as that. But at the same time, Seattle, they'll be very disappointed to lose this because they hit the woodwork, they hit the frame four times um, and two defensive errors got Portland the win. But for Portland, there's maybe a bit of luck that they've needed. I think it's the errors you have to look at because I, I thought about this earlier. Yes, they hit the woodwork a few times, but ultimately, when whilst you're making those errors, you don't deserve to win the game. Mm. And I think when you've got, when you look at that, they're not going to be they're not going to be bothered about a one-off game against Portland. I know it's rivalry week, but as we've just pointed out, they'll be playing them again in about 14 days' time. <laughs> yeah. So no need to worry about that. They're still top. They're still looking good. You kind of, if you're going to hit the hit the woodwork a load, if you're going to make mistakes, get it all into one game, get it out of the way. They're still going to dominate this league. Yeah, but you don't want it to be against your rivals, though, even though you do play them 20 times you Get another chance literally next week. <laughs> um, Blanco scored. That was nice to see him back, wasn't it? Yeah, a really nice moment that. And I think, I know it's been a, a longer injury, but this is what I just touched on with Chicharito as well. Comes back, slots in straight away. Yeah, That's what that's the thing is some players just belong in, in particular teams. Blanco belongs with Paul and Timbers. He comes back on, gets his goal. It's a lovely moment and it kind of just hammers home for me. Sometimes players just thrive in, in places and I think he's he's certainly one of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, just below Seattle then in the uh, in the West. A big game this, SKC versus Colorado. Second and third, finish 1-1. Um, again, a lot of times the ball hit the frame of the goal. Yeah. It seemed to be a, a habit this weekend in MLS, but probably a fair result. Both teams had chances at the end to win the game, couldn't take them. Um, but, uh, I mean... We know what SKC are all about. And again, we're talking about it every single episode. But Colorado is sticking in there and they're playing well. Yeah, and their own social media account was like, uh, hello, we're here. Yeah. Like, start taking us seriously. And they are, like, that. that is a big result. It's okay being third behind SKC and Seattle. They're two huge teams. Yeah. They're two teams that have had uh, success, you know, recent success. Um, Sandwiched in between relatively. LA Galaxy as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And Colorado, no one talks about them apart from us every week. <laughs> uh, and and I think that result is is massive. It's an invite to Colorado to go. Well, come on then. You just drew against SKC. You can take these. You can overtake these. And I really, really, really like what they're doing. I think they're in a, such a strong position this year. And it wouldn't even surprise me if they just ghost their way through the playoffs because again. No one will talk about them. No. If you did a playoff bracket now, no one would give Colorado a chance, and it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, Colorado at the moment, points per game, they've, they've got two games in hand over everyone else. Points per game, 1.9. Seattle's, it's 1.91. Yeah, exactly. This is my point, exactly. It's there for the taking, but no one will give them a chance. No, apart from us. Remember that. Uh, right, elsewhere in the conference, um, I'll tell you what, let's go to the Texas Derby. Austin Free. Dallas 5 what a game this was um let me just uh, break this down for you because it was very it was eventful uh, so um Ferreira 1-0 Austin equalized 
then uh, Dallas made it 4-1 at <laughs> half-time. So it did look very bleak for Austin at that point. It made it even bleaker afterwards. Uh, O'Brien made it 5-1 to Dallas, but then Austin scored two goals. And they had some good chances towards the end, so they could have, you know, if it went the right way, they could have maybe equalised. But uh, Dallas, Ferreira, uh, Pepe... 20 years old forever, 18-year-old Pepe. They both scored two each. Pepe, uh, the, I could, we could hear the cheers from fans of the US men's national team <laughs> the other week when he announced that he will be playing for them. Uh, we could hear him all the way over here, over the uh, across the ocean. Uh, so, but Dallas, it's, it's okay. They're sitting 10th at the moment. But, I mean, I'm sure for the fans... Maybe I mean, they're only two points off the playoffs, mm. so it's not you know it's not a disaster. But this sort of it's exciting, isn't it? These young players coming through, Lucci's doing a very good job in giving them a chance. It is very exciting at the moment. Absolutely, and they've got a reputation for it. Let's let's be honest, and it's it's what I think all MLS clubs should aspire to. And I know that um, since Pereira arrived at Orlando, he's gone. Wait, what? You don't have an academy? You don't have you don't yeah. have an you know? And so it's. It's what is bringing the success. We've seen it with uh, Aronson at, at Philadelphia Union, Ste- you know, being brought through the club at a, at a young young age, learning your trade, being part of a competitive league that gives you a chance. MLS is a good standard yeah. versus a lot of European leagues, and this is what is giving it so much success. So I think it should be mandatory when teams join MLS and they waste their money because Don Garber says they need a stadium. Make them have an academy. Make them have a B team and under eighteens and under twenty, whatever. A B, you know, and and make that a, a real specific progress path of progression. Yeah, I think that's more important to the league at the minute because we're producing so many good players. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on there, and I think that when you're trying to sell the league like they are, okay, in the past it's been sold on these big names from Europe who've come Beckham over Beckham and Gerrard and Lampard and Perlo. Yeah, but if you think about it now, the, the, it's changing a bit, and, and people in this country and other uh, soccer enthusiastic countries are going to be looking and going, well, hang on a minute, MLS, well, they've just been a player go to Italy, Germany, England, uh, you know, these players, let's have a what, see a look at them, the scouts will be going, so, yeah, I agree with you, why don't you invest in, the look of MLS is fine, okay, you could argue about what's happening at New York City FC and playing at the Yankee Stadium, but from my point of view, that's still an iconic stadium that they're playing at. Um, so why don't you put in the groundwork for the next few mm. years, get an academy, uh, you know, I know they're doing it with like the uh, MLS Next tournament and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So uh, build up that and get these players in and it's going to benefit the US men's national team, but it also benefit these clubs in, in as well in general because they'll be making a lot of money from transfers when they go over to Europe. Yeah, and, and Canada as well, of course. And I, I, I want to single out the US men's national team just for a second because I know I did it tongue in cheek but I posted a picture of Josh Sargent who's signed for, for Norwich City yeah I, I'm thinking hmm, he won't make the game with a changing name will he because he hasn't actually played in MLS no he so hasn't yeah. technically I don't think we should be mentioning but I'll give you the benefit of a doubt you know he does play for Norwich well, as, you just, as you just mentioned uh, you know raising the profile of, of the States and uh, you know, he came from, from IMG Academy in, in Florida and when he came out to warm up, he wasn't on the pitch. He was just warming up. All four corners of the ground were shouting, USA, yeah. USA. It's just cool. Like, this is a Premier League game. I know it's only Norwich, but, like, it's a Premier League game. Hang on, you were playing Leicester. 
Yeah, true. It's all about who you're playing. Yeah, they were playing Leicester. FA Cup winners, Leicester. And uh, Community Shield winners, Leicester. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's why we lost. Uh, but yeah, you've got all four corners of the ground chant in USA, and he, he was beaming. He absolutely was beaming. He loved it. And he's spoken after saying, when the fans shout at USA, like, I love it. I feel so proud. And this is what we've created. You know, in, in MLS, all these players coming over to Europe, it's really special. I yeah. like, I think we should be dead proud of it. Um, right, we'll we'll close off recapping the weekend then. Uh, two more games to talk about. We'll, uh, there's a lot of changes at most of these clubs that I'm talking about. For first, uh, we'll talk about Vancouver. Vancouver four, RSL one. Uh, Mark De Santos was uh, fired um, bef- uh, around the weekend. Freddy Juarez has left RSL as well. Rumored to be going uh, to be Seattle's number two which I don't know how I would feel if I was an RSL fan yeah. uh, reading about that. But Vancouver are doing all right. For, and uh, Ryan Gold scored again. The MLS UK star. Are we, yeah. Are we just brushing over the fact that these, these are teams that are seventh and eighth in the league? And and I don't think they look massively out of place where they are with the rosters that they've got. Do, no. do they believe that they should be higher? They, I I know Dos Santos's record's not amazing, mm. but we're not used to seeing Vancouver have... Uh, you know, winning week in, week out in the whole time we've been watching MLS? No, I think uh, well, I was reading some of the comments from Vancouver fans um, at the announcement of him leaving. And I know they just got beat to Pacific in the Canadian Championship, which, uh, of course, doesn't any, help. No, anytime Vancouver, Toronto, or Montreal lose against a, a Canadian Premier League team or a Canadian team who aren't in MLS, it doesn't look good. But Vancouver are nine unbeaten now, so it's. Uh, but then the fans were were happy about it. They did. They, I don't know if they just didn't click with him. Gotta be careful what you wish for. I think you know mm. if they bring in they bring in an experienced coach that can take that Vancouver team into the playoffs this year and and go deep into the playoffs. Great. But for me, they they didn't warrant the change. No. Uh, well, maybe they'll get a Scottish uh, head coach in um, to uh, work with Ryan Gold. All I'd say is. Uh, Owen Coyle is available. And speaking of Owen Coyle... will always be available. <laughs> it's time to move to Houston Dynamo. So Houston lost 2-1 at home to Minnesota. And uh, this is now 15 without a win. In fact, they've not won since the 23rd of May. So we're going to do a little thing now of things that have happened since Houston last won a game. So, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Did you know... <laughs> Uh, that Chris Armas was still in charge of Toronto when uh, last time uh-huh. Houston won a game. In fact, he was 43 days away from being <laughs> fired. Uh, the Olympics has happened. That's come and gone. That was 62 days away when wow. Houston last won a game. And New England Revolution have won 11 times in that period. US men's national team have won two trophies in that period. <laughs> uh, Messi signed for PSG. Ronaldo was definitely signing for Manchester City, but then signed for Manchester United. Uh, the Premier League ended and then started again in this time. Uh, Austin FC have played a home match, yet Austin FC hadn't played a home match the last time <laughs> Houston won a game. Uh, Columbus was still playing at the historic Crew Stadium. And Kanye West booked into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium Hotel. That is all stuff that's happened. still there now. <laughs> that's all stuff that's happened since Houston last won a game. Thanks, Henry. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know what I can add to that other than what a tragedy of a year for Houston Dynamo. Yeah, the they av- were the, do you remember the first the first game of the season was Houston? Yeah. And we really Sanzo. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have parted ways with Matt Jordan, uh, their GM. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, 
it, we'll just see what happens. But it's gone from bad to worse for Houston. In fact, it's not really been a good season at the moment for all the teams in Texas. Uh, there's only LAFC stopping a, uh, a Texas bottom three in the West. Uh, <laughs> and uh, now Austin, of, of a couple of weeks ago, beating Portland, uh, have now finally caught up to Houston. So, yeah, Houston, bottom of the pile. It's all a bit depressing, isn't it? Yeah, let's cheer ourselves up. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So it's that time of the MLS UK Show where we head over to Elliot and the Jason Christ is Right. Yes, welcome to the Jason Christ is Right studio. It looks much like the MLS UK studio, only we give some fancy music as well. Um, my contestant today is Henry Hewitt. Henry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Are you ready to play? Yes. Henry Hewitt, come on down. He's already here. Um, so, quite a simple one today. Okay. Uh, I would like to look at iconic players and the amount of appearances they've made in their careers. Ooh. Not all MLS players either, may I just add? Right, okay. So, the first one is Jermaine Defoe. He's made 754 appearances in his career. Wow. However, has Johnny Russell made more or less... Hmm, I think Defoe will be a few years older than Russell, so I'm going to say Defoe. I'm going to say less. It is less. It's 396. Wow, I didn't think it'd be that much. <laughs> uh, higher and higher or lower than Johnny Russell's 396, your mate, JJ Okocha. Oh, JJ Okocha. I think JJ would have played... You've probably got his whole Wikipedia page tattooed on the inside <laughs> of your eyelids. I think he played over 100 for Bolton, and then he played at PSG and a few... I'm going to say slightly higher. It is 454. There we go. Uh, higher or lower than 454, Matt Holland. Oh, um, I've played what? For... Charlton, Ipswich. Um, random. Higher. It is higher. It's 666. Oh, right. Okay. And that's rather fitting because in my eyes, he is the devil for <laughs> playing at Portman Road. I knew there's a reason you chose <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll carry on. Higher or lower than Matt Holland's 666. Is Wondolowski. Uh Wondos oh, slightly less. Four six five. Yeah. yeah, you're on fire here. Eh? Uh higher or lower than four six five, Michael Parkhurst. Oh, um higher. It's lower. Oh wow. First one wrong. Uh Parkhurst played four hundred and twenty times. Oh. Uh higher or lower, Dax McCarty. Um I'm going to go higher. It is higher. 432. Oh, not Hi much in him. Higher or lower than 432? David Beckham. <laughs> I think Beckham would have played more. 523. Yeah. Correct. Uh, okay, and we'll finish on Peter Crouch. Higher than 523. <laughs> Peter Crouch. 523. Um, I think he's played in the 400, so I'm going to go lower. Oh, mate. Go on. 400, did you say? 400s. Have a random guess. 469. Oh, so close. Not really. It's 735. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did well there, but a couple of um, couple of easy ones I think you got wrong. Oh, well, it's because they're not MLS ones. Peter Crouch, who cares about Peter Crouch? Well, uh, join us again soon for another episode of the Jason Crisis Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Henry Hewitt. 
And that moves us on now to uh, some questions that has been sent in. We put this out on Twitter saying, hey, if you got a question, ask us and we may answer it on the podcast. And some people did get in touch. Uh, the first one. Some people. <laughs> Literally uh, one person. We're going to go uh, John Nason. He's a regular listener to the show. Oh, Hi, he's, John. He's dirty ATL though, isn't um, he? He says, would Joseph have given up the number seven number if Atlanta United had signed Cristiano Ronaldo? I'll take this one. No. <laughs> I'll take this one. I think... Uh, yeah, Joseph would have to have done that because he would have been told to do that. and uh, He doesn't like being told what to do. He doesn't, no, but surely Joseph Martinez understands that when Cristiano Ronaldo signs for your club, you uh, you do whatever they want. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think he would have had to have, had to have given it up. Um, let's see, we've got, uh, hmm, uh, the legendary David Valentine, as he calls himself on Twitter, who is, uh, if, uh, John is a dirty Atlanta fan, David is a dirty Orlando fan. But he's a dirty Orlando fan with a getting t-shirt and I love it. <laughs> uh, he said, is MLS stadium food as good as England's, uh, short Ooh, answer to that? What is, a great question. It is a good question. And I'm going to give my answer as, um... No, I was quite impressed with what MLS stadium food had to offer. Poppy was when we went to watch Orlando. Get because, it to your seat. Yeah, and she was she was happy with that, and also she's used to at Bolton. It's it's literally pies like savory pies, uh, hot dog and burger that aren't that they aren't that nice. You know they've done done in a microwave or something. A uh, bit of chocolate maybe. Um, yeah, it's not that great. You think you you're relying on going for a I don't know a McDonald's or a Subway or KFC yeah. before the game. Um, whereas in in the US it's it's nachos. It's it's cool. Yeah. So uh, my answer to that is no. It's not as good. No, I, I think the convenience of being sat in your seat and the guy just walking around with it is great. Yeah. Love that. Why do we not have that over here? I think. Can yeah. you imagine the abuse they get? It's yeah. very relaxed at MLS games, yeah. and he, even if you think you're like a really intense fan, compared to the UK, you're not. If someone stood there with a bag and some beer and cups, and they're going anyone, anyone, they'd be like, "Mate, get out the way." They'd be abused. They would, yeah. Um, and finally, we've got uh, this is a good question. It's uh, well, it's a two parter because uh, my brother Ted jumped on the back of this oh, one. Okay. Uh, Nathan Green asked, with the addition of the Creator Club feature on FIFA 22, um, if you could start your own MLS side, where would you pick, and what would the club's name be? And then Ted uh, said, "Great question." And in addition, who or what would the club's mascot be? Can I take this one? Yeah. I would like, uh, I always play as Orlando on FIFA. My ultimate team is uh, built around Orlando, badge, kit, everything. Yeah. None of the players, obviously. Um, I would like to start a team on FIFA in Miami because there isn't one. I see what you've done there and you've... Uh... <laughs> You're having a bit of a dig at Miami. There is a team in Miami. They just happen at the moment to be playing in Fort Lauderdale. Ah, oh, right. So, okay, then. If you was to start another team in Miami, mm. what would they be called? Um, actual Miami FC. Actual Miami FC, okay. And what would the uh, what would the mascot be? Uh, flamingo. We're being mauled by a lion. <laughs> and what would the flamingo being called, mauled by a lion be called? Um... 
Come back to me on that one. Okay. Uh, I, Freddy, Freddy the Flamingo. Freddy the Flamingo. Uh, I think um, I'm going to go with, and I know this has been said at the moment, so it's it's not a, a great answer, I guess. But uh, Las Vegas, I think, is when you're trying to market the league, a team in Las Vegas would be good. Uh, the Las Vegas, what would they be called? The Las Vegas. Uh, I'm not going to call them United or City because I we've discussed before we like the uniqueness of our MLS. Names. You know how we call um, kits a strip? They literally have the Las Vegas Strip. How good is that? They would, yeah. Um, God, this podcast has actually been nominated for an award. Can you believe? <laughs> I'd go with a Las Vegas. Uh, there's already Las Vegas lights mm. in this, so I go with a Las Vegas. La- Las Vegas victory. I know it's not that in- interesting, but the mascot would be. A guy dressed as a giant roulette wheel. <laughs> he would be called. Bar. <laughs> he would be called Ruben the Roulette Wheel. And um, he would walk around the pitch and uh, to any opposition player, just spin. And they'd be like. You just... can't just chuck your balls in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just spin a thing and it'd go. And the crowd would cheer and go, yay. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, Las Vegas victory with Ruben the Roulette Wheel. Once again, this podcast has been nominated for an award. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on very quickly. Uh, right, let's, let's let's round off the show then. Um, we've got to do our predictions for this weekend in MLS. Um, <laughs> Elliot, you'll be delighted to know that in the last episode... No, you- you only went and won the predictions did again. I actually? You did, yeah. Get in! So Come it's, on! It's now 4-2 to me in the season. You predicted that uh, Columbus v Seattle would end 2-1 Seattle, which, if you remember how yeah. that game went, that was very annoying for me watching it because uh, <laughs> it was 1-0 until the uh, 89th minute. Uh, to Columbus, got to say. Um, so we'll look at predictions, but uh, I, just, I almost forgot before that, we need to give an update on who is our MLS UK show championship champions. Mm. So I had five minutes the other day, so I wrote down what has happened since the start of the season and also um, how many times teams have won it because it seems to change every episode. So yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone had had it for a, a, a long amount of time. Um, so like Columbus, they started with it as MLS UK, uh, sorry, MLS Cup champions do. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's the MLS UK show championship champions. It's basically whoever won MLS Cup the year before. It's as if they're putting the title on the line each game. Uh, kind of like we're doing boxing or wrestling. And uh, then we see who's, who's the champions at the end of the season. Uh, so Columbus kept it for three games at the start of the Did year. They? Uh, but then lost to Toronto. Toronto uh, then uh, lost it to Orlando after retaining it once. Vamos. Uh, Orlando uh, lost the next game. Ah. Um, and that went on and Red on. Red Bulls, wasn't it? It was Red Bulls, yeah. It went on and on and on until Vancouver in week 13 beat LA Galaxy 2-1. So wow. they got the MLS UK Show Championship Champions belt. And then they've gone... Eight games unbeaten. And they sat the manager. This is what I mean. It's a joke. So Vancouver Whitecaps, after beating RSL 4-1, retained the title for the eighth time, which is possibly a record, I've got to say, in the seasons we've what done it. What are they it. doing? Yeah, so they're going to put it on the line this weekend when they play Austin at home. <laughs> Imagine if Austin win it. But they've, I mean, they've they've beat they've played twice against LAFC. They drew, so they got to retain it the first time. Then they beat them. They've gone to LA Galaxy and drawn uh, away at San Jose. They went to Austin and won. They beat RSL at home. So uh, wait, they went to Austin and won, and then they're playing Austin again. That doesn't sound like this season. Uh, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> 
They've played LA Galaxy. Uh, well, they took it off LA Galaxy and then played them again. This is the second time they've played LAFC the other week. Second time they're playing Austin. So, uh, yeah, they have tend to retain it against the same teams, but eight times. So uh, keep an eye out for Vancouver this weekend. We'll see if they can make it nine. Okay. Uh, right, so looking at this weekend then and uh, the schedule. This is it's an international weekend, so it's it's the matches are all sort of um, muddled up around that. Uh, US are going to El Salvador. Uh, that's on uh, Friday or Thursday night, Friday morning here in the UK. Canada have got Honduras at home. Uh, by the way, that US game, around then, that'll be when we mentioned it before, with Soccer 90, that was, that's when we'll be doing our giveaway. So keep your eyes peeled on at MLS UK show. Turn on your notifications. It's a big one. It's going to be worth it, I mm. promise you. Um, first game's Nashville versus New York City. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going in big here, and I know I've bigged up NYCFC, Nashville, great little club. They're going to win this. 2-1. Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, Friday night slash Saturday morning. And yeah, I think New York City are doing well, but they've won a lot of games at home. This mm. is a way. Nashville tend to be really good at home. So I'm going to go with you on this one. I think Nashville, oh, I think it'll be 3-2. Smashed it. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, Philly taking on New England. For me, I d- this is weird to say because we love Philly on the show New England they're just a, a whole different beast at the minute um, they're, they're going to win 1-0 um, I think New England are going to have another defeat I, I don't think it's going to disrupt them I think they're going to then get back to winning ways the week after but I think Philly will win 1-0 at home okay Houston versus Portland might be an easy one but Houston are at home I'm still going to go for a 2-0 Portland win. Yeah, I mean, uh, the longer it goes on, the more things I'm going to have to add to the stuff that's happened since Houston last won a game. Uh, so uh, I think, uh, I, I just think Portland or... Actually, I feel it'll end a draw this. 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two, okay. LA taking on Kansas City. Um, LAFC are... Um, yeah, they, they, I think this is the period now where they really need to start putting some wins together, just getting comfortably in the playoffs. SKC are doing well, as we discussed. It's going to be a tough game. There's a few really big games, actually, this weekend, but I think I think this will be the time. I think LAFC will win. I think it will be 2-1. 2-2 tie. Uh, Vancouver versus Austin, MLS UK show championship, championship game. I said championship twice. That doesn't make sense. Championship, anyway. championship, championship. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver versus Austin. Uh, I've got to say, my mate John, I went uni with, is, uh, he's from Merseyside, but he's actually gone over to Vancouver traveling. And he's been going to the games and it looks really good on his Instagram story. Canada's currently on the green list as well. We can fly to Canada from the UK. So let's go. Who? What game do we go to? Whose house can we stay at? Let's make that happen. Thanks. Okay. Uh, well, remember, we can't. It's not like we can. It's not like this country where you can go from one to the other. Because as we said on the famous episode eight of this season, where we wasn't visible on it because the cameras didn't work, uh, Vancouver to Toronto is a long way away. Yes, true. Uh, so, what do you think then, Vancouver, Austin? Vancouver win this two one. I think three nil, and I think Ryan Gold scores again. I'll take your 3-0 and I'll apply it to Orlando versus Columbus. 3-0, home win at Exploria Stadium. Get in, job done. Thank you. Oh, no, Columbus are on the roll now. They'll be start winning games and they'll... Uh, no, I think they'll... Oh, I think they'll draw. I think it'll be 1-1, this one. Come on. This is why you keep losing predictions. Orlando are going to win this game. I'm winning for the season. Uh, FC Cincinnati versus Miami at the TQL Stadium. Um, this was the first game at the stadium, wasn't it? It was, and this is this is not my pick of the weekend. I'll be honest. Um, 
Oh, it's tough, this. I hate doing it. It's tough. I hate doing it. Go on, nil-nil draw. Nil-nil yeah, draw. That's yeah, why I was, that's why I stopped myself. I was trying to, I was trying to avoid it. I'll, I'll go Cincinnati 1-0. Uh, RSL versus FC Dallas. Mm, RSL win for me, despite the coach change. 2-0. Uh, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, and finally, San Jose versus Colorado at PayPal Park. Colorado 2-1 for me. Um, yeah, San Jose... 1-0, uh, I'm changing it, 1-0. 1-0 to Colorado. Colorado. Um, I don't know, San Jose, every now and again, will just pull a really good result out of the bag. So I think it'll be 2-1 to San Jose. Okay. Uh, right, that's it. Tell us your predictions uh, at MLS UK Show, Twitter, Instagram, or you can email us as well. Hello at email email hello at mls.show you can tell it's the end of the episode you can tweet us at mls uk at twitter at follow (laughs) Um, also email us um we get henry's guide to north america will be back next week there's only six places i need to do now um one of them nashville will be the last one but you feel free to tell me first of all which one i should do and then give me some facts about the place as well uh, that you know uh, so we've got seattle dallas montreal chicago toronto and then obviously nashville so uh, give us a shout let me know which one i should do please can you do nashville first no that's last famous of course oh, no. elliot I'd, I'll be honest with you, I don't know who our game really? is changing name is. I don't have a clue. I, I'll kick myself, I really will. Okay, this is a player who's played in the UK and in MLS. Uh, they've made uh, how many? 18 appearances for Toronto FC in 2013. Mm. However, they started their career at Norwich City. They went to Stoke City, Preston North End, Charlton, Portsmouth. Their middle name is Francis Roy G. <sighs> and their first name is Daryl. Daryl Russell? Daryl Russell. Russell. There we go. Uh, Short sleeves, gloves, famous. He's 40 now, Daryl Russell. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Well done if you got that right, because I certainly had. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he made uh, 18 appearances for Toronto and then 25 for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Couldn't hack MLS, obviously. No, he couldn't. Um, We'll be back with another game with a change your name next time. Uh, If you want to have your name read out on the podcast then uh, we will do, if you leave us a rating, it's going to be five stars and uh, we're going to give you a code, or a keyword to use now. I tell you what, based on the fact that you've had them David Beckham boots on your uh, desk all episode, mm. move them boots, okay? So if you leave us a rating, it's going to be five stars and if you put anywhere in the keyword, in the subject of a, uh, the little box you can write in, just say move them boots. Move them boots? Them boots, yeah. Okay. Move them boots, and uh, we will read it out on the next episode. Don't say those, because that's correct English, and we always like that. Move them boots. Well, thank you very much for uh, watching and listening to this farce of a podcast. Uh, remember, we are nominated as finalists. <laughs> Somehow. For uh, the Football Content Awards. If you want to vote for us, we'd really appreciate it. Do it as many times as you can. It's footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting. Search for best podcast and then the international section and we're in there. It's like a drop down menu. Uh, You can also uh, go on Instagram at footballcontentawards. Look for the little image that says best podcast international and tag us at MLS UK show in the comments on there. And finally, you can, uh, you just need to tweet this. It's uh, I am voting for at MLS UK show in at the underscore FCAS 
for hashtag best podcast. Um, we've put it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. We've put it in the description if you're listening on your podcast provider. But the easiest thing to do if you have Twitter is just to go on our Twitter and look for it on there because we've put it on there as well. Just copy and paste it at MLS UK Show. If you're not going to vote for, for us, do it for the little roulette mascot <laughs> we've jumped up in this episode. Yeah, do it for Ruben, please, because... Uh... <laughs> He needs all the success he can get until uh, Las Vegas do get an MLS franchise. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. See ya. Ah! Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.